Hi guys, welcome back. I am so excited for this episode because this is my birthday episode. My birthday is January 31st. I am a fellow Aquarius and I am wearing my favorite blue New Balance shirt with my favorite blue pants and I'm just really excited for this episode. There's so many things that I want to touch on but one thing in particular, I saw this post and it said, some people don't change because their lack of self-awareness functions almost like a disability. Ooh, it, that, that's just such a bar to me because, wow, some people will never, ever understand why they triggered you, why they bothered you, because their mind operates like they have a disability. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, you, have you ever just talked to someone and they just don't fucking get it? You try to explain to them, you, you did this, you made me uncomfortable, and they just don't understand it. Because they can't. They don't have the capacity. They don't think the same way that you do. And I saw that post about how you have to kind of look at it as a disability because some of their chronic behaviors are just so out of control. And, and when you try to explain it to them, they don't get it. They can't stop their behavior and they're not actively choosing to stop their behavior because their level of self-awareness is so low that they do not understand the impact that they have on the world and their relationships. And it's not, it is not our job to try to make them understand it. And that's why you have to look at it as like a disability, like literally. I don't know why I wanted to start the birthday podcast with that, but that has been on my heart. Because I think in 2024, I always start my year at 20, like when on my birthday. My new year starts on my birthday. All that new year, January 1st, I'm not starting then. I'm starting on my birthday. I am starting on my birthday. The diet will start on the birthday. The working out will start on the birthday. But I think for certain, this year I realize I cannot be in a space of constantly defending myself when I know my life is going up. When I know I'm finna fuck it up. When I know that I'm going somewhere. When I know that I'm heading somewhere. If I sat online and just sat there and tried to defend myself towards internet trolls, messy ass people that talk behind my back, people that look down on, down on me, I'm going to drive myself crazy. It is not my job to try to enable the disability that you have when it comes to you not even being aware of yourself. And I'm almost too goddamn hyper aware. And that's my issue. And that's my problem. And this year, as I move forward, I don't want to care anymore about keeping up with the status quo, about keeping up with how people look at me, about keeping up with how people feel about me. It's not my job. It's not my responsibility. It's not my place. I'm going to give that to God and I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to send it on. I'm going to send you on your way because it's not it, that has nothing to do with me. It doesn't. I think one thing that I wanted to do is I wrote down 28 things that I've learned in the 28 years of my life. I am still a baby, okay? Like, some people are like, oh, my God, aging is so hard and aging is so scary. No, I am so happy. I think I'm happy with my age because I'm happy with where I am in life. I don't ever look back on the three years that I was completely depressed and couldn't leave my bed and say, oh, my God, I wasted three years of my life. I did then. I did then. You know, I did then. But now I'm just like, I'm thankful for those times I was depressed and I was sad because I would, I would not be anywhere where I am in life. That's the unfortunate truth. That's, that's, that's all I have to say about it. I wanted to do a 28 things I've learned in 28 years, um, like a breakdown. So 
Let's get into it. Are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this podcast? Okay. Number one, you might have to do life without your family. You might have to do life without your family. They might not be around for it. Whether it's a death, whether they walked away, whether they abandoned you, you might have to do life without them. And man, it's tough. It's scary. I cry often about it. My, my, I, 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 I can't describe the, the debilitating feeling of, of having gone through homelessness and poverty to being in a 2,000 square foot office that I am right, that I am in right now. I can't describe how polarizing that is to, to know where you've been and where you are and to not be able to share it with the people that was so low with you simply because they just don't want to be a part of you or your life or this new version of you or this healed version of you, no matter how much you kick and scream, no matter how badly you want them there, no matter how bad I want them, they just don't want it. I serve no purpose for them. And that goes back to the whole aspect of like, you have to let people be. They Some people don't have that awareness. Number two, there's no such thing as having the perfect romantic partner. Relationships require work. Y'all got to stop idolizing people's relationship. I'm telling you right now, Atrice came on here and I love talking to her because one thing that she said to me, she was just like, Janelle, no, like I'm being so serious. Like people be over here saying goals, 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 but they don't know about them bad days and them goals were oriented relationships. And that is the fucking truth. Like being in a relationship is so hard. And it's not, it won't even be hard because the person is difficult to deal with. It's because sometimes you have your own shit that you're going through and you have to learn how to love each other. And I feel like when we are on social media, we oftentimes only get like a fraction of like, we, we only see the good days. We're not seeing everything that's going on in between the healing, the counseling, the therapy. You know, I, that's why I say don't idolize other people's relationships. Like literally half of the time when you're seeing girls get flowers and all this different stuff, it's a love bombing thing. I hate to say I don't want to be a hater, but I just want to know that shit. Okay. Number three, money can change you. But most importantly, how people react to you. Facts. Um, It's a real thing. People be pocket watching or sometimes people know that you are destined for greatness. And even when you're broke, they'll still stick around you because they know that to some degree or at some expense you are capable of getting them to where they want to get you, and that's even scarier. (sighs) Number four, to call people that love me when I'm sad. Internalizing pain solves absolutely nothing. It does not, it, it literally, call them. My therapist told me, she was like, are you calling people when you're sad? And I was like, no, why would I do that? And she was like, girl, start calling people when you're sad. Like, call the people that you know are going to show up for you. And I feel like ever since I started doing that, it's helped, like, Thank you, Luke, for being there. Thank you, Alexa. Thank you, Foma. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, like, Cameron. Thank you to all of my friends that are constantly there and showing up for me when I'm going through it because I am a hot mess sometimes. Number five, closure doesn't exist. This is debatable. I'm going to let you do what you want with that. Number six, therapy actually works. Sometimes you may have to try out a few therapists before finding the right one, and that's true. I went through three therapists before I found mine, so don't give up. Number seven, to forgive even when there's no apology. Forgiveness is for me. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is for me, not for you. Period. Because we can't forgive the hurtful act. 
we can't let go of the hurtful act, but we can forgive ourselves for allowing that hurtful act to happen to us. I don't really forgive anyone that's done me dirty, honestly. I just can't do it. Like, if you just do something super heinous, I just cannot. But I'm going to forgive myself for being a dumbass and allowing you to do that to me because I get more upset at myself that I ignored the signs. And I think a lot of us do. And I think a lot of us don't know how to discuss that misplaced hurt that we're actually angry at ourselves. Number eight, people actually do suck. And they get worse with age. They get worse with age. I remember my friend Joy used to tell me that, and I was just like, oh, girl, gosh, I don't know about that. And now that I'm 28, babes, people get, oh, my God, worse. They they go from bullying you in school to beating on their wives to hitting their husbands to tax evasion. I'm not even kidding. Change of behaviors now. It just gets worse. Number nine, God only works when you work with him, meaning you must act on your dreams. Stop being a stop procrastinating. Procrastination is like the idea that it's always going to be there for you and it ain't going to always be there for you. So stop playing with God. Number 11, dwelling on the past puts you in a victim mindset. Let it go. I mean, I believe in like letting yourself sit in something that hurts you, but let it go. You got to. Number 12, friendship breakups will happen the more you align with your calling. They were never your friend to begin with. I think sometimes we keep trying to make people main characters in our life when really they are just a chapter or you, you get what I'm saying? Like, don't mistake um, a season for a cycle because some people are just cycles and they're not seasonal people. They're not people that are going to ebb and flow with you as you move on in the next chapter of your life. Some people have to go because they're just the cycle that's there. And then you end up attracting people that are just like them. So let it go. 13, that thing you keep thinking about is actually your dream. Not the career your family keeps telling you to do, but it's the thing that you keep thinking about. Number 14, to not live for the approval of others. Living for the approval of others makes you resentful. Number 15, to not be vengeful, but to give it to God. Because God don't play about me. Karma is a real thing, and I ain't got to do too much, because the moment you play with a child of God, yeah, I wish you well. I wish you very well. Number 16, block them, period. Period. I am very for the blocking in 2024, and I feel like that gives me 10,010 Tumblr bad gallery re-energy, I'm sorry, I am petty, as I mentioned before, I'm an Aquarius, I... Like, of course, I'm an Aquarius. I'm going to block you if you make me upset and if you do some nasty stuff. Some people want to say that, oh, when you block people or do this, that might be some unsolved immaturity. No, 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 no. The moment you start calling me out of my name, the moment that you start being messy, the moment that you start praying for my downfall, the moment that you try to come on to my significant other, you got to do some really, really fucked up shit for me to block you because I don't go around blocking you. So if I block you, you did something. Number seven, spend your last few hundred dollars traveling. I am a bad influence, but why not? As long as the bills are paid, take the trip. Don't go buy the stupid fucking watch if you've never been to Europe. Don't go buy the stupid fucking chain if you've never been to the Middle East or Kenya or any of those places. Why would you do that? Spend money on experiences, not on material. Like I said before, this is this is me. Y'all y'all might have something completely different, but this is how I feel and yeah.
Number 18, social media is here to destroy your authenticity. Stop consuming so much or you'll become a clone. Heavy on the clone. Number 19, this is to me, quiet luxury is actually a microaggression. Wear the loud colors. Be you. Show out. Step out. Stunt. Do whatever it is that you need to do. Number 20, misery loves company. Protect your peace. I don't need to know everything anybody says about me. I don't care that much. Don't be bringing negative information to me if you know I'm having a good day. I don't care. 21. When people show 21, 21, 21. <laughs> when people show you who they are, believe them. Don't ignore the red flags. 22. Sometimes it's not anxiety. Sometimes it's your intuition. Listen to it. And I feel like that is such an important note to make because I think sometimes we can confuse anxiety with intuition when really it's our gut trying to save us from disrupting our life or disrupting the course of our life. And I feel like we immediately, I feel like, I feel like our society has kind of like fucked up intuition and anxiety. I think those two things need to be expanded upon because I think sometimes people can confuse the two because a lot of times if you have trauma or something you kind of go into this thing of self-diagnosis. I don't know. It's just like this whole other thing. 23, stop self-diagnosing yourself with problems and illnesses. Give it to God. Find a therapist because you really could be going through a difficult time. The self-diagnosing is a real thing. Please stop doing that. 24, you're not alone, nor are you the only person going through what you're going through. I think it's important to really touch on this because there's so many people I mean for me at least I think probably I think it's so funny that I said um for 24 you're not alone I think 24 was the age that I probably felt the most lonely loneliest in my entire life like I you know I don't have parents I've said that numerous times I don't have my parents around in my life at all um I'm not that close with my siblings you guys always ask me and I used to be so afraid to talk about it I feel more comfortable talking about it because it doesn't define who I am However, I do feel like I spent a lot of time feeling so alone, like I'm alone, no one will ever understand, and it's just like people don't have to have the shared experiences with you to understand you, and I think that's so important. No one has to have lived the shared experiences as you to understand you. People can still love you and try to be there for you despite never, ever understanding or ever knowing what it feels like to feel the type of pain that you feel but they will sit there and hold your hand through it and be there for you and I think that's just so important and that is that I think it's so important to also go to therapy before starting new relationships too I think going to therapy and working on yourself and spending a lot of time um like you know kind of like preserving yourself and getting to know yourself makes it so much worthwhile when it comes to meeting new friends People always ask me, how do you make new friendships? And I'm like, be a friend to yourself first, period. Like, I used to have so many girls that traumatized me growing up, guys, too, that traumatized me growing up. And I feel like when I just stopped socializing for a bit and just really focused on myself, man, God started showing me the cracks and foundations and started mending and healing me and also bringing amazing and wonderful people into my life. Number 25, stop consuming unhealthy food. Not only does it damage your gut, but your mental health. You are what you fucking eat. <sighs> I keep saying this and I eat so fucking bad sometimes. Like, I'm sorry. If 
I hate myself for saying this, but babes. I had went and got me a Le Creuset in my Dutch oven. Boy, the way that I'd be throwing them roasts in there with the potatoes, the lorry seasoning, some red wine, some bone broth, paprika, s- uh, steak seasoning, carrots, potatoes, onions, garlic, shallots, and I pop that bad boy in the oven for three hours and it's just smooth, fall off the bone, like I ain't got a bite into it. You can literally just swallow it whole because it's so good. Mmm. But the effect of it after, the way that it leaves me feeling tired, debilitated, too full. And I just think that what I eat plays a big role in how I think and how I feel. Even like when it came to like my, minist- this is TMI, my menstruational cycle, like my, my menstruational cycle would be so bad because I wasn't e- eating things that would make it feel good. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like replace the martini with green tea. And that's something that I've been doing and it's been helping. But yeah. I don't want to be what I eat. I want to be a part of nature. And I don't think people, we as humans, realize that we are a part of nature. Um, I think we kind of think of ourselves as things that are outside of nature. And that's why we feel the most happiest when we are in nature, when we're around mountains or trees and stuff, because we are one with nature. Nature is not separate from us. So it's important for us to eat leafy, green, beautiful things. It's healing. Um. 26. Sometimes you are the problem. Self-reflection is a real thing. And I know that's so hard to hear, but sometimes you are the problem. Like sometimes you're the issue. Sometimes you got some ugly ass ways. I know sometimes like on this, this like podcast, I think there's a lot of people that have like a victim mentality or victim mindset and stuff. But then I'm like, there actually might be some people out here that are listening that that actually cause havoc in other people's lives and think that it's everybody else when it's actually them. But deep down, they know that it's them, but it's easier for them to blame other people. If you're doing that and listening, stop doing that shit. I love you, but stop doing that shit. <laughs> sometimes you are the problem. And sometimes you got to say, yeah, I am the problem. And also enabling a narcissist in your life and enabling abuse is also a problem because at this point, you're just still tolerating it. 27, to not care what people think. Caring makes you miss on your calling and your blessing. Let them talk. And finally, 28, I am exactly where I am supposed to be always no years have left me no time has passed and it is up to me to change my life and changing my life is never too late i wanted to leave it with that i wanted to make that last point because i feel like i used to live with so much unsettling regret about my life and always feeling like i wasn't doing enough and feeling this fear of I'm never going to figure it out. I'm never going to be where I want to be. And I know some of you are like, oh, my God, that's just so rich coming from you, Janelle. But no, I'm so serious. There were so many years where I did not have money. Like, I, it's so weird to realize that all of the seeds that I've been planting the last couple of years are c- finally coming into fruition to be able to be self-sufficient, to be able to make my own money, to be able to do the things that I get to do. I'm really blessed, but it didn't happen overnight. Hell, it didn't even happen over months. It happened over the course of years and years and years and years of healing and dreading and being sad. And I never thought that I could make money doing something that I love. Like, I love doing my podcast so much. And like I said, we just now started getting sponsors. Like, we don't, I don't get sponsors like that. I don't, I don't just have money that I'm making doing this. I sit down in this chair and I do it for free. And I have my amazing assistant now that helps me out who I pay to be here. And I have my office. 
that's not open yet. It will be open soon that I still pay for. And I think because I've learned to just kind of operate from a place of love and to keep my head down and say, I won't procrastinate when it comes to my dreams because I know everything will happen as it is if I wake up and treat it like a full-time job. If I study myself, if I study my craft, if I show up for who I am, it will all pan out. It will all work out as it should be. And that's just something that I think is just has been so important for me to not think that I'm wasting years, to not feel like I'm not where I'm at. You know, I'm 28. I have no kids. I don't know if I want them. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I'm 28. I live in Texas. I am tired of living here. Do I want to move or do I don't? I'm 28. You know, it's just things that I think about. I'm 28. There's, I'm not married yet. I mean, I'm engaged, but I'm, I'm going to get married. But I'm also in no rush. And I think that's the important thing is to not rush the quality and the level of your life and not rush your growth. You know, when we really look back and think about all of the things that can happen within a time span of a year or months, you know, we can't really make these insane, insane, insane expectations for ourselves. And that goes back to when I talk about creating the vision board and planning around your life and planning your dreams and planning what you want. It's just so important. I cannot, I cannot express it or explain it enough. It is just so important to make sure that what you want aligns with your growth and how you're changing because your dreams will change. I say it all the time on this podcast. Your dreams will change. You will change. You will never ever, you will not always be the same person. You could, you won't be the same person. Life altering events could happen. You could wake up one day and say, oh my God, I wanted to be a doctor so bad. or I wanted this so bad and decide you don't want to do it. You're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change your mind and do not have deep seated regret. You can begin again. You can begin tomorrow. You can start today or you can start right now. But don't put so much pressure around your age. I think we as women really do it. And I just think it's just so, it's so horrible and it's so sad. I don't think you should stop the, the quality of your life because you're waiting for that special spouse or that special someone or that special career or that special apartment. If you want to do content creating, start it now. If you want to travel, start doing it. Don't not do it because you feel like it's too late. And I spent a lot of years feeling like it was too late. Like, it's just so crazy how things align and how everything comes full circle. And I just feel like my life was always about all of the people I loved before loving me. And that's, like, why I wrote the book, to all the people I loved before loving me. The trajectory of my being was all about other people and making them happy and at 28 I want this to be about myself I'm an Aquarius the numbers that I keep seeing over and over and over is the number eight last year was the number three 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 this year is the number eight eight represents infinity prosperity pros- prosperity I can't even talk prosperity so many different things I believe in angel numbers I believe in signs I believe in all of it but I just want you to know that It's not your job and it's not your responsibility to live for other people. It's not your job and your responsibility to expect so much from other people. And most importantly, don't be angry when people don't understand you. Just think of it as a disability. This is 28 years of my life on this planet. And I've been fortunate to spend the last year 27 with you or 26. I can't remember. It's been like a year since we've done this. But I love you guys so much. Happy birthday to me. 
This is so, I'm just really excited. I'm going to Cabo. I cannot wait. Cannot wait to just be on vacation. I cannot wait to take a break, to just close my eyes, to rest, to give so many thanks to God, to just be with the person I love. I'm so grateful and I'm so eternally thankful. And I think one thing that I started doing um, the last two years was replacing like my I need this to thank you God for this. Thank you for everything that I have. And I think the more I was more thankful, the more that I became blessed. Have a great Monday, guys. Thank you for spending my birthday with me. I love y'all so much. And happy, happy Monday. This is the To All The People podcast with your host, Janelle Roberts.